What's going on, guys and gals? It's 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 305 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. How do people still let us do this? <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagans. Everybody, welcome to the show. You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. This week we got a little bit of news to talk about, and then we're going to review the newest movie direct to Netflix, thanks to coronavirus, The Lovebirds. But before we get into that, how is everyone doing? Marcellus Reagans, how you holding up, brother? I'm good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, it's very easy for me to fall into a rabbit hole of YouTube news and commentaries and podcasts and stuff these days. And I've been working really hard to find time to like back away from that. Um, and so luckily we have this movie to watch because if we didn't have this movie to watch this week, I, I would still be in front of my TV dissecting some other uh, some other commentary. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Lots of uh, lots of lots of watching a screen, and not really watching anything, or not really watching anything like nerdy or geeky. All right. Well, Aubrey, how are you doing? I am uh, living. I've <laughs> <laughs> been taking quite a breather from social media, which has um, been really nice, and I've uh, been hiking and kayaking, and I took my dog kayaking this weekend, which was awesome. So it's been pretty good. Cool. How's your dog like hiking and kayaking? Um, so I brought one of my dogs hiking and then the other kayaking. And the um, So I brought Bandit kayaking. And uh, she just wanted to attack the water as I was rowing and everything. Uh, and if she couldn't see Josh and Noah in the other kayak, she would start barking. But she did pretty good after she settled down, and I brought Guapo hiking, and he is uh, pretty sausagey, so he uh, was really tired afterwards. But it's good to get him out because they, I don't, know, I mean they they need the exercise really. Bandit has arthritis in both of her hips, so when uh, she went in the water, it was pretty good for her. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I am not hiking anywhere at all. So Guapo, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> It gets Noah out, too. He really loves technology and really loves being on his tablet and playing video games and everything. And as much as I love video games, too, I also want him to kind of enjoy being present in the world. So (laughs) I've been trying to make him go with us. And we only go like once a week or so on my Saturdays off. So we all go out Saturday and do something. What about you, Joey? How you doing, man? Um, I, I've been fine. I just been, uh, we don't have TV, <laughs> so like I don't have cable or anything. So it's very easy for me to avoid watching anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, because normally pre us cord cutting, we would just put on a, uh, for uh, background noise sometimes just have the news on, you know, or whatever. And, and that can get pretty depressing. So. Um, I haven't been, it's been pretty easy for me to avoid that. I mean, all I have now is fire stick and like Netflix, Hulu, Disney plus. Um, so I watch a lot of Pluto TV, which is a free station on fire stick. And it's like old shows, weird, like marathon channels. There's an NFL network channel that I, they play like NFL rewind of like old games, like random old games. So I'm watching like 10 year old football games of like two teams that I don't care about. <laughs> Jeez. That, that sounds awesome. It hasn't 
uh, doesn't make my wife very happy, but I'm still binge watching Clone Wars and uh, I just started season four. So that's good. You're you're ramping right through those, dude. I'm trying. I'm trying. But I also started watching Stargirl and Snowpiercer. So those are also taking me away from Clone Wars. I'm slowing down a little bit. On that front, and I started planning out the next like two months of the podcast. And I gotta tell you guys, I'm really excited because the middle of July, allegedly, uh, the movies are gonna come back. Oh, yay! Allegedly, <laughs> um, the uh, movie theaters are supposed to be reopening, and allegedly, uh, Tenant will be the first big release that comes out, and then Mulan is supposed to come out the week after that. And I'm just like really excited it's a very exciting time for us a very exciting time because uh i I miss going to the movies so much (laughs) my wife even said uh yesterday she's like i miss those sundays where you would be like okay me and the kids are going to the movies and you guys are gone for four hours and i get the whole house to myself (laughs) (laughs) or jen i tried really hard today to not come out of my room after taking a nap and be like hey what's for dinner she gets really mad if i do that so it's like, I'm not a chef. There's no menu. Just fucking wait. It's not done yet. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> so we're all starting to get a little bit of each other's throats thanks to quarantine. But uh, mall reopened today. Movie theaters will be reopening soon. So hopefully there'll be some stuff to go and do. Unfortunately, that came down today that Rhode Island Comic Con is not going to happen this year. Yeah. And that's huge because that's not supposed to happen until the end of the year. Yeah, that's a that's no the first week in November every year. Um, we've been going since God, when was ten two thousand sixteen? So this would have been our uh, fourth year, yeah. I think. Yep. As press, and um, you know, we already got approved for the press passes, and it, it, all of this is really upsetting. And I know it's like this is like such small picture stuff, and compared to like everything that's going on in the world. So please don't take this as me just being like, oh, I don't care about all this stuff. Who Rhode Island Comic Con? But um, you know, we covered uh, a bunch of cons on our YouTube channel last year and we saw some great growth out of the channel and shit was like fire on all cylinders and me and Adam were like fucking pumped because we were going we already had pressed to Ace Comic Con and we had applied for all these other shows that we didn't hear back from yet and then one by one every single one of them has gotten canceled <laughs> so that was one of the last ones now we have our fingers crossed for New York uh, I gotta be honest with you I don't think it's gonna happen but they haven't canceled yet, so we'll see. But what Rhode Island did is they're going to have a second show next year. So now they're going to have like a summer show in uh, Ju- July or June June next mm-hmm. year. Um, and that's kind of like their way to make up for this. So I don't know if it's going to be smaller or less guests or what, but there's going to be a summer Rhode Island Comic Con next year and a winter Rhode Island Comic Con next year. So we'll hopefully be going to both. I added them to our 2021 calendar, so fingers crossed. But that's really about all the excitement that's going on. Enough about us, Markellis. Let's talk about us. Why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes there every week. Uh, You'll also find some movie reviews occasionally from yours truly. Uh, Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. A great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on on the website. Click on a big A. You do your shopping, you receive your products, and that way you help out our tiny little show. I've been doing a lot of Amazon shopping through our uh, link through the website. So uh, if I can do it, you can do it too. Uh, you can also find our social media links on the website, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and YouTube. We have a Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Podcast, where you can donate and receive bonus content from us here at the show. Uh, shout out to all of our podcasting buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcasted Network. Back to you, Joey. Them Arby's boys, wheels up, ski skirt. What the fuck was that? 
it was some uh, some guys who worked at Arby's that stopped a uh, robber, and uh, that that was their interview on the news, which I thought was oh. fucking hysterical. All right, well, I think we have a tiny bit of news to talk about, so take it away, Marcellus Reagans. Yo, pump it up! It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in nerdy news, uh, just a couple of things that happened. We have a—I don't know who wanted this, but they're making a sequel to Labyrinth, uh, Labyrinth Two, Labyrinthier. Uh, Scott Derrickson, the guy who walked away from Doctor Strange over quote-unquote creative differences, has signed on to direct uh, Labyrinth 2. Uh, we got the Henson kids that are going to be helping out. Lisa and Brian are both going to be executive producing. Uh, it's going to be put out by TriStar, and they haven't said uh, anything regarding the story at all. Uh, but again, is it a little too late for Labyrinth 2? I don't think anyone really wanted this especially since uh david bowie is no longer with us so obviously he can't come back and reprise his role unless they do a uh grand moff tarkin type of thing but i don't know I, i'm i know there are some fans of labyrinth but i don't know if anyone is psyched enough to see another one uh what do you guys think of the doctor strange director doing labyrinth 2 uh let's start with aubrey um yeah i'm I didn't want this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really, I don't care about it. I, I don't want to see it. I'm sure I'm going to have to, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't want to see it. I think it, it's just not interesting for me. Yeah. Like the movie kind of stands in its own. It's a cult classic. I don't know if those ideas and that situation is going to lend itself to 2021 or 22 whenever it comes out. I don't know. Joey, what about you, man? How do you feel about Labyrinth 2, the Pajama Jammy Jam? <laughs> oh, man. I Hopefully it won't make uh, Taken 3 look like Taken 2. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, 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 God, I'm aging myself now. I saw Labyrinth in the movie theater. Yeah. And I had the video game for Commodore 64, which was the first uh, LucasArts uh, adventure game. Oh, Jesus. I could never beat it. I had no fucking idea what I was supposed to be doing in it but i liked it a lot <laughs> um it's all right there's a couple levels here one i don't think they should make a sequel to and i don't think they can top the first movie i don't know if maybe they're overstating the audience for this like yes this, this strikes me as something they're gonna drop like 50 million dollars on and it's gonna like top out at like 17 total and then everyone's gonna be scratching their heads like why was this a bomb it's such a big cult classic but and then, of course, like Jim Henson isn't around. So, you know, that's another strike against it. But um, as much as I didn't like the Dark Crystal, I've heard from people who did that the Netflix show they made like a, like last was that last year? Yeah. OK, yeah. The Netflix show they made was allegedly, if you're into Dark Crystal, was awesome. And the puppetry was amazing. So, OK, that that kind of gives me a little bit of pause where I'm like, all right, well, maybe they can do something with this. Um, I don't know how the hell you replace David Bowie in that role. Um, you're going to need CG on whoever does its uh, groin area. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's weird because like I say that Jim Henson isn't around to make it. But then my personal favorite Muppet movie came out after he passed away. So um, yeah, I, I guess I'm just a mix of uh, a mix and mess of contradictions. But hey. I don't know, Mark. I don't know how you feel about Labyrinth. You're old. You're old like me. I'm sure you saw it in the movie theater. Yeah, I actually did see it in the movie theater. It comes out. Came out at a time where if you put George Lucas's name on anything, I am like there. You know what I mean? So yeah, I saw that shit in the theater, and it was okay. Um, someone gave that DVD to me for Christmas like a couple of years ago, and uh, it's still it's still wrapped up. <laughs> I still haven't opened it yet. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like. The only one they can really bring back is Jennifer Connelly. So I guess that's there's that. That's a selling point. But uh, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> she doesn't look like uh, career opportunities Jennifer Connelly anymore, unfortunately. That's all right. She still look good. Yeah, but she's not riding on that fucking <laughs> that horse anymore. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I do like Scott Derrickson. I like what he did with Dr. Strange. Um, so, yeah. We'll what see. was the horror movie he made? 
Uh, I want to say it was Sinister, maybe. Was that that's the one with Ethan Hawke, right? Yeah, that was pretty good. No, he did well. He did something like really good. All right, so yeah, it was Sinister. He did the Exorcism of Emily Rose. No, I never saw that. Aubrey, I'm sure you've seen all these horror movies, right? <laughs> I actually did see the Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah, I saw it in in theaters. That was actually pretty good. What? Scared the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just okay. I remember I saw it in theaters, so I thought it was just okay. He also did uh, Keanu Reeves' The Day the Earth Stood Still, which I actually kind of remember that, I remember that being okay. Except for uh, Jaden Smith, little Jaden Smith. His acting was a little eh, but you know, he, was, he was like a seven-year-old kid. Yeah, the movie wasn't that bad. But uh, Ew, I just looked up Exorcism of Emily Rose, and it stars uh, Dexter's ugly sister. Who was actually his wife. Yeah, uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> and she was the voice of uh, Sonya Blade in that Scorpion movie we watched. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick to Oculus, thanks. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, we'll see how that movie comes. We'll once that movie comes out, we'll we'll have to vote whether we watch it or not. Uh, I'm gonna say no. We're totally gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then in other news, uh, it looks like we're getting another Evil Dead movie. Believe it or not, because the last one was so amazing. He says, barely containing the vomit in his throat. Uh, Evil Dead Now, uh, going to go into productions pretty soon, I should say. It looks like they already have a director. Scott Ra- Scott Raimi, Sam Raimi, and Bruce Campbell are executive producing the movie. And they hired a new director uh, who did a, a, some other horror movie that was getting a lot of buzz. Uh, I like the original Sam Raimi Evil Dead movies. The first one and the second one, and Army of Darkness. The the reboot, whatever the fuck that was, was just garbage. Straight fucking garbage. And I know people love it. I fucking hated it. Um, so I'm good with Evil Dead. There's already like that TV show. The episodes that I did see were pretty entertaining, so I'm good with that. I don't think we need another movie, but that's just me. Uh, Joey, how do you feel about another Evil Dead movie hitting the theaters? Well, first of all, I really liked the reboot movie. Boo this man. Boo this man! Anyway, I really liked the reboot movie, and uh, (laughs) I I don't understand. Why didn't you like it? Because it was dumb, predictable. There was nothing remotely original about it. Uh, And it wasn't scary at all. It wasn't scary or funny or anything that you would want out of a movie. Well, the first Evil Dead wasn't funny, though. <laughs> That's true, but at least it was somewhat scary. And it was completely made up for with the second one. All right, we're not going to get into this right now. We'll save it for another time. But I, I liked the reboot. Um, actually, I watched all of Ash versus Evil Dead, and that was awesome, too. So if you were looking for more of... I don't want to say it was exact. It was kind of like, um, like a hybrid... Army of Darkness, Evil Dead 2, where it was gory like Evil Dead 2, but way goofy like Army of Darkness, yep. kind of at the same time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's what I got from it when I what I saw. Right. So um, I really enjoyed that. So that, that was cool. But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all in. Who is this director that they picked, Mark? Have you seen this movie about holes in the ground or whatever this is that they've directed? No, I think that was their only movie. I didn't like do like a deep dive on their name. The name of the director is Lee Cronin. Uh, and they hired him based on his, uh, let's see, some movie that he did called The Hole in the Ground. That's, like I said, it's getting a lot of uh, a lot of good buzz. <laughs> Not that anyone would know because they haven't released any movies in the past, like, three months. Right. Well, I was counting on you to be my uh, my eyes and ears on weird, obscure movies I've never <laughs> heard of before. But um, I, I guess... Hopefully this is the uh, Sam Raimi of cool movies and not the Oz great and powerful Sam Raimi picking this out. So, all right, we'll uh, we'll see. I'm in. I'm in, though. It says the word evil dead on it. I'm in. So, no, it's not enough for me. Um, Aubrey, how about you? How do you feel about another evil? I feel like this is a redundant question. How do you feel about another evil dead movie coming out? I don't really care. (laughs) Did you? So you didn't see the last one, the one that came out in uh, 2013. Right. Okay. Let me save you some time. It's dumb. <laughs> I'm I'm I have a feeling I wouldn't enjoy it. I don't, Joey, what about you? Do you think she would enjoy it? 
No, um, <laughs> I don't think you should watch that at all. It's just, it's not, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, and I don't want to say it's mean spirited, but it's like, it, it's, it's mean, I guess would be the way to say it. Like it's violent and bloody and it's not an Aubrey movie at all. Yeah, I watched the first one and it's not really my cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. You might enjoy Army of Darkness though, maybe. I think I think Aubrey could do Evil Dead Two. I think she could do Army of Darkness. I think she could do the whole Ash versus Evil Dead series. But just the first Evil Dead, the original and the remake are just, just way that's just not your thing, man. Yeah. I I had started watching the show and the show wasn't that bad. Yeah. But, yeah, the the first one, I was not about. Didn't get a high score on the Aubrey meter, so. All right, so we'll see if this movie even comes out. Sam Raimi announcing a movie is, like, uh, almost as bad as Guillermo del Toro at this point. Especially something Evil Dead related. Yeah, exactly. When isn't there an Evil Dead movie in the works? Jesus. All right, so then the, uh, the last bit of news is the MCU uh, looks like they're preparing to release another story, rumor has it, on another god, uh, not Thor, but uh, coming soon to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's talks to bring Hercules, a character, I guess you can say, created by Stanley and Jack Kirby uh, back in 1965. Hercules, as you know, is the Olympian god of strength, and uh, he has teamed up with the Avengers. Um, I was confused because I could have swore Superman fought Hercules in in uh, one of the one of those famous Superman stories from like. 15 years ago. So I thought, I assumed Hercules well, was a, was a DC character. Yeah, they don't own the rights to Hercules. It's like Marvel's Hercules. <laughs> they don't own the rights to like an ancient story. Mm-hmm. They just own the rights to their version of it. Yeah, that's what I kind of figured because it, it would seem odd that they both have that same character as a character in their stories. But I would assume that DC would have just beat him to the punch and just said, all right, we own... Uh, this character, like you, will give you Captain Marvel, but we're gonna keep Hercules. You know what I mean? But uh, apparently, Hercules is in, in both universes. So, um, yeah, with with the MCU spreading out as far as it can, uh, TV shows uh, and uh, the movies. I don't know much about this Hercules character, but if it's anything like Thor, sign me up. Uh, I am uh, I'm down for any kind of MCU cosmic adventure. Uh, or big worldly adventure. I'm down for it. So, uh, yeah, what do you guys think of uh, Hercules coming to the MCU? Uh, let's go back to Aubrey. I uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of stupid. I don't really, I don't really enjoy the thought of a Greek god being made into a comic. It's just not like I don't know. Maybe it'll come out really cool, but I don't know kind of hesitant all right i'm thinking more like a clash of the titans type of thing something big and bold like that i think that'd be pretty dope yeah i mean there's the opportunity to make it pretty good but then there's also the opportunity to really mess it up (laughs) that's true that's true right joy what about you man how do you feel about hercules coming to the big screen (laughs) um i i'm super excited uh her obviously like marvel has a track record now where they can pull any shitty um obscure character out their ass and you know you're gonna be somewhat excited for it if they announce like a sleepwalker movie like tomorrow we'd probably be excited about it that's a deep cut i don't know if anyone remembers sleepwalker but yeah i don't remember that maybe el aguila or uh someone like that too but i <laughs> I love Hercules. Uh, he's a classic Avengers member from the 80s and 90s. Uh, I grew up on that era of Avengers when it was like Hercules, Black Knight, Cap, Thor, Wasp. Um, so he played a big role in the classic Under Siege storyline. Amazing character. Loved him. You know, it's kind of, He's kind of like uh, Thor before he met Jane and was... I don't want to say domesticated, but like became a better person. Okay. All right. But he's just like that all the time. And and in recent years, they've made him uh, bisexual. So now he's not just hitting on women, but he's also hitting on men. (laughs) (laughs) It's not in like a virtue signaling way. He's now just, he's just a complete chauvinistic jerk to both sexes. So it's actually pretty refreshing. Um, yeah, I, I am all in on this. I just don't know who they're going to pick to play him. 
in what costume they're going to put him in because usually he's just wearing like I don't know if you even call it an outfit. <laughs> it's like straps. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> it, it works great in comics, but I don't think it would work in live action. So, <laughs> but uh, if anyone wants to read. Uh, storylines that set up really uh, Hercules and Marvel pretty much personality wise that Bob Layton put out two Hercules miniseries in the early 80s that even though they take place in the future, they they affect him in the present. They kind of really set up his personality um, and they're both fucking awesome. I have both of them in trade somewhere in my house that I've read a million times. So uh, and Mark, we met Bob Leighton before and he was really cool. So obviously, you know, they're going to be kick ass. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome, dude. You say his name, then I'll, automatically I'm interested in reading that. Fuck yeah, bro. All right. So, Joey, who do you want to see as your Hercules if they do bring him to the uh, to the big screen? Well, I know he's already Deathstroke, but uh, Joe, how do you say his last name? Manginello? That's exactly who I was thinking of, too. <laughs> Would probably be really awesome in the role. Yeah. Um, honestly, that's probably my pick right there. I, I can't really think of anybody else off the top of my head. I'm sure, I'm sure they will pick someone we aren't expecting completely and we'll be totally fine with it once the movie starts. But that would be my pick if I'm just sitting here thinking of someone off the top of my head. So. All right. Aubrey, is that your pick too? You want to pick someone else? That was my pick. Um, The only other person I could think of is Chuck Norris. (laughs) (laughs) He's like 90 years old, Aubrey. (laughs) No matter. Yeah, you tell him that. I'm (laughs) aging. But yeah, I I also agree that uh, Joe, is it Mangiello or Man? I don't know how to say it either. Um, He'd be fantastic. Yeah. I would pick uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Because he's already played Hercules. Yeah, <laughs> that movie's awful. I never saw it, but it seems like a it seemed like an easy easy basket right there. Oh, I like, saw that in the movie theater. Oh Jesus! That was that summer I was working in uh, New Jersey and Virginia all summer. So yeah. on the weekends I had literally nothing to do. I had no friends or family with me. So all I would do is just go to the movies every single weekend and just see whatever was even remotely <laughs> interesting. <laughs> So I saw a lot of weird shit that summer. I remember when I worked at the movie theaters, we had that giant display, just the huge display of The Rock as Hercules. And I'm like, oh, that could be cool based on the comic book. And I'm like, oh, really? That's That sounds cool. Directed by Brett Ratner. Oh, damn it. <laughs> damn, so close. So close. Did they have a disclaimer at the end of the credits? It's like, no women were sexually harassed on the set of Hercules. <laughs> That was easily, that must have been like his last big hurrah. He probably disappeared right after that. Good. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. That's all I got for the news. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with our review of The Lovebirds. Hey, everybody. This is Dino with her podcast. And Michelle. <laughs> I almost cut you off. That's okay. We just want to let you know that you can find us at gangalley.com. It's like gang- a gang in an alley. Gangalley.com. We're on iHeartRadio, Podbean, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Double Pod, Apple. And we have a YouTube channel for supplemental material. But what do we normally talk about? Oh, gosh. Everything, honestly. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we touch on whatever is whatever poignant that week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we wrap it into movies, TV, pop culture, whoever's ticking us off. <laughs> ticking me off. <laughs> <laughs> Social media toxicity, but we always have one important message. The most important message. Be decent to each other. So check us out. Aw, podcast. Aww. <laughs> Peace. And we are back. Alright, guys, we all had a chance to watch this movie. Uh, like I said in the intro, this was supposed to be released theatrically, but was bumped to Netflix due to coronavirus. Uh, I got to be honest with you, this is not the type of movie I would pick to watch on the show, but we have a couple things going on. One, there aren't a lot of fucking new movies to watch. Yep. 
too, this was on Netflix, so we didn't have to pay extra through any uh, renting or on-demand streaming or anything. So here we are with the Lovebirds. As always, we'll do a non-spoiler impression, and then we will jump into spoilers, spoiling a romantic comedy. I don't know if you really can spoil a romantic comedy, but we'll uh, we'll try. And uh, here we go. Aubrey, what did you think of the Lovebirds? I was uh, really surprised that we were reviewing this. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> it wasn't weird. It, like, it wasn't bad. It was just kind of different. Um, I didn't hate it. It's not like my favorite movie, but I didn't hate it. All right. It's not a ringing endorsement, but, you know, certainly better than Capone. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? You know what? I, too, had that moment of probably about 30 minutes into the movie. I'm like, why Why am I watching this? Like, what? Is, oh, for the show. Why are we doing this for the show? It doesn't. I just told you guys why we were doing it for the show. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, now. Yeah, I know now. But when I was watching it, I'm like, man, this really does not fit with the normal our normal uh, uh, plate of movies that we review. Uh, that being said, uh, I did enjoy it. There's parts of it that I liked, um, but for the most part, it was it was kind of by the book, a little formulaic, but it was okay. All right, I will uh, I will echo both of your sentiments. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was all right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with this movie and there's nothing like great about this movie. It's just kind of there. Um, if it wasn't on Netflix, I think I would probably be really if I went and pay, if I paid money to see this in the movie theater, I think I'd be very angry <laughs> that I picked this to do on the show. I'll be honest with you up front. But uh, as something in, on Netflix, I literally didn't have to get out of bed to watch. Uh, it was fine. It was just something. So. I guess we'll get into some spoilers. I don't know how much you can spoil our movie where the majority of the big jokes are already in the trailer, but Mark, you're going to play the sound drop, and here we go. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future, and I had to prevent it. All right, 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 right. Uh, Aubrey, why don't you give me some things that you liked about this movie? I like the dynamic between the two main characters. Um, I think that they did a really good job at playing off of each other and really hitting like that awkwardness of like, I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm going to continue talking and make myself look really guilty. Cause I a hundred percent would be that person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I did enjoy that on a personal level. Cause I know that I would do the same thing. I don't, I liked um, the, complexity of the story like it's really weird what they're covering up and stuff they're like covering up this sex cult which is really weird and i like the twist at the end kind of um it it was good i did enjoy that cool uh Marcellus, how about you yeah i really like Issa ray um i just adore her uh, she has. Uh, I haven't been able to watch any of her show on um, Showtime because I don't have Showtime, unfortunately. Uh, but before she was on that show, she had her own like um, like uh, like web series called Awkward Black Girl, and uh, she was so funny. And I just I just adored all all of those episodes. So I'm I'm really glad to see her go from uh, content creator on YouTube to starring in a Hollywood movie. Um, in an alternate universe, this movie would have came out on April 3rd and would have made a decent amount of money. It would have made its money back. Probably wouldn't have been like a huge hit, but she's awesome. So I love her. I thought she was great in it. Kumali, uh, I'm not that big of a, fam I'm not that familiar with his work. I know he's been in um, some other movies, you know, like in side parts, but I thought he was okay. He kind of has like a one, one joke personality and he kind of plays that through the whole movie uh so i think that i wouldn't say i got tired of it but after a while i'm like okay i, I know you kind of know what he's gonna do uh before he does it but uh yeah i thought he was good too the story was kind of eh in the middle or i'm sorry in the beginning uh but the middle part there's a part where they finally show up to their friend's party and that from that moment on the movie really like amped up like it really got funny and all of the pieces started to really fall together so i really love the middle part of the movie. 
and the characters. All right. All right. Understandable. Understandable. Um, you know, I am not a comedy guy. And what I do like for comedy is usually strange and confusing to people. So I didn't find a lot to laugh at in this movie. Um, I did enjoy a, there were a couple times when I either giggled or smirked. So kudos to this movie. Um, I did like the main characters. So Leilani and Gibran, I did like them. I like their relationship. They seemed like nor natural. Like they had a, they had good chemistry. Yeah. So that was good to see up on the screen. Uh, and Leilani is easy on the eyes. <laughs> so that helped too. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I can't really – that was about it. I'll be honest with you. I, I'll get into it in, in a few minutes of, of what else I – what I didn't like about the movie because I don't want to get into that in the part where I liked. But I liked the actors. I liked them. I actually wouldn't mind if it was on Netflix if there was a sequel to this, which was included those two people doing something else because mm-hmm. that would be fun to watch, I think. But we'll, we'll get into it in a minute. Uh, Aubrey, how about something you didn't like about the movie? Um, it just kind of felt a little uh, like some things didn't make sense. How can they continue to purchase a Lyft and an Uber and everything and the cops can't find them? Like, wouldn't that be the first thing that you would check would be like, hey, this person is wanted and they just ordered a Lyft or an Uber. Um, so the, like those things were really disconnected for me and they didn't make too much sense. So I didn't enjoy that part of it they also had like jokes that really fell flat for me like uh, uh jabron is like boxing now and all of the friends there are just like oh yeah yeah okay and then they just forget that they were trying to watch a video of him getting punched in the face so some of the consistency of it didn't work for me and that kind of ruined a lot of what I did like about the movie and in the storyline for me. I feel like it just it could have been better. All right. How about you, Mark Ellis? Yeah, pretty much the same thing. It's the storyline that really kind of uh, fails this movie. There's a you know it starts off good. You get a nice little romantic like banter between the two, and to the point where like usually when I watch a movie and and couples are are having that type of banner to that kind of where they're, they're kind of like, like needling each other. You kind of wonder like, why are they in a relationship? Like you don't really feel like they should be together, but I actually bought it with them. Like it seemed fun for them, like good natured, even though they were kind of like jabbing at each other. But yeah, the, the storyline at the beginning, it wasn't really that engrossing, but you keep thinking, all right, it's a mystery. So once they unravel the mystery, that's when it's going to get good. And as the mystery like started to unravel, it wasn't, like interesting at all i mean it was odd but it didn't really inform their characters at all like i didn't feel like they they grew any in any place based on the mystery that they were involved in um i understand that it's supposed to it's set up so that they could they can work together because the, the the main reason why they get into this whole predicament is because they're breaking up they break up and they're not paying attention and they actually accidentally hit a guy with a bike and that sets off this whole domino effect of this big mystery. And then when you get to the mystery of what it is, it's so basic. Like it just, it feels like they, they wrote themselves into a corner and just took the laziest way out of that corner. And I thought it was, I thought it would have been cool if they set up the amazing race aspect and then have their adventure kind of mirror the amazing race. But then you get to the end of the movie and they're actually on the amazing race. I'm like, they don't need that. They already did all of that shit in the city. So, yeah, I didn't wasn't a fan of the script at all. I did like some of the jokes, not a fan of the storyline. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean that's kind of where I come in. Like I I I liked like I said before, I liked the two leads. I liked the chemistry between them. And uh, I mean, they killed the guy with the car and we're still doing okay, but it just felt like the movie never went too far in one or other direction. Like is it a cute like romantic comedy with the two of them or is it fucking bullshit nuts like batshit insane like these people are are like in a eyes wide shut sex cult and there's a lady with a horse kicking them like like it it never seemed like it went too went far enough in either direction to be a movie that you want to watch for that reason you know like oh this is going to be nuts it's going to be so crazy 
they're going on this wacky adventure and it's to be hilarious or is it like oh they're dating and they have problems ha 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 you never went far enough in either direction, really, for me, I, other than, you know, a couple points. You know, there were there were points where it was doing good and, and there were some funny jokes. But, like, the story just seems so rushed. And, God, I don't mean I want the movie to be longer, but maybe it needed to be written better. Um, it just, like, it seemed like it was going really slow. And, they you know, oh, we found a phone. Oh, we found this lady in a phone number. And then that all of a sudden it's like, blah, 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 and the movie's over. They killed a guy in a boat. The movie's over. Like what? <laughs> I don't. I know they didn't kill him, but um, it just just went off the rails. I felt like it went off the rails. Like it just got just out of control, and it wasn't funny enough to make up for what was happening. So I just I don't know. I wasn't really feeling it. Aubrey, did you think the storyline was was stupid or? I liked the idea behind it, but I think that it wasn't executed properly. I think because they there were too many holes. Yeah, I think they were taking Lyft probably because they Lyft paid them for like promotional considerations. <laughs> kind of like when Superman lives in a one stoplight town that happens to have an IHOP and a Sears in it. So, because I said the same thing to you, like, how are they going all these places and using their credit card? <laughs> yeah, that would have been like the first thing that the police check is like, are they using their credit card? Okay, they are. So where are they using it? And then be able to find them. Yeah, be able to find exactly where they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> find the address and everything. Well, to be fair to the movie, at the very end, it's revealed that they weren't really suspects. They just wanted them for questioning. Right. So maybe they wouldn't, you know, go into that links to track them if they were just needed to answer some questions. But that should be something the movie spells out and not something we have to sit here six hours after watching it and figure out on our own. Yeah, I think they're really basing this movie's success on the chemistry between the two leads. Because if they, let's just say that they weren't breaking up. Let's just say that they got together. Let's just say that they were a couple. It's like a regular couple. And they went on this adventure. The rest of the adventure means nothing. I mean, it's like, it's minuscule to the story. I, I, it, I think they were banking too much on the um, the chemistry out of two leads. Now, without giving away your score just yet, Mark, if you paid to see this in the movie theater, would you hate it more than you, you know, would you dislike it more if it was something you had to, had to go to the movie theater and pay to see? Uh, no, not really. Not really. Um, if I, I, okay, well, I have to say I would not have gone to see this movie on my own. If I did catch myself in a theater watching this movie, it would have been because someone brought me to go see it. Um, <laughs> and I like Issa Rae, so I don't mind supporting her at all. And I'll give her my money. That's fine. So in that aspect, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't have had a bad time, but uh, I definitely wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have hated it more. I don't think. What about you, Aubrey? How would you feel if you had had to get up, put on pants, and go to the movie theater to see this? I would have been pretty mad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, I would hate it. I wouldn't be like a face meltingly awful experience, but I, I, I gotta agree with Aubrey. I, I would be pretty angry. Um, if I had to put effort into watching this, I just don't think it was good enough to hit that level where I would have been like, Oh, well, you know, after spending $10 plus time to go to the movies. So, but everything must be scored out of five with five being the best and zero being the worst. Aubrey, what do you give the lovebirds? I'm going to give it a three. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't like the best movie ever. It wasn't, it definitely wasn't a four. Um, I feel like if they could fix the holes that were in it, it would be an, a better movie. It just, it wasn't impressionable. All right, Mark Ellis, what about you? Uh, I will give it a 2.5 out of five. It's, uh, it was actually, I've seen something kind of like this done a little bit better with uh, Adam Sandler and uh, Jennifer Aniston on Netflix. Or a couple that get caught up in a murder mystery, uh, and I think they, I think the story for that one was executed a little bit better, and uh, the comedy was a little bit broader. But this one was just, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It's a good lazy movie if you want to just lay on a couch and watch something. It's really good for that, uh, and there are some good jokes in it, mostly around the middle of the movie, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't a solid movie all the way through. All right. Well, I am going to echo Markellis. I know, Aubrey, you're a really easy grader, I think. 
I know. That was, I'm second guessing myself now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's not that low. It's not like I'm giving it a one or anything. Uh, I'm going to go with two and a half out of five. I mean, this is the definition of a two and a half out of five movie. It doesn't suck. It's not great. And like Mark said, if, if I was, you know, listing stuff on eBay or, you know, doing stuff like preloading social media on the phone, something and I this was playing on the TV in the background and I could get up and get some of the drink and, and not pay that much attention to it. It's fine. It's perfectly fine for that. There's nothing wrong here. There's some decent laughs, great chemistry between the leads, but it's just it's just not that great. I don't think I'll even remember having watched this <laughs> in like three months. I'll be I'll be honest with you. I, I don't think I will. I'll never forget like watching Capone because the movie was god awful. You know, and I'll never forget watching like something that was awesome, like the raid. But this is just one of those movies. It's just like uh, World War Z is another good example of that. Just like the most blah and offensive, like moving pictures on a screen. That's all it was. Two and a half out of five. So let's wrap it up before we tap it up. Let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got? What a great question. (laughs) (laughs) What a surprise. You did not see that coming at all. Ah, thanks, Joey. Uh, What what can I recommend? Recommendations, you know, for the listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Stalling. (laughs) I, I honestly, I don't know. I haven't watched anything. I the new season of Sabrina has been up for like a month now. Everybody should go watch that. Haven't even watched it, but everybody should go watch it. Sounds good to me. Uh, how about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, yeah, so I want to recommend two movies this week. Uh, the first one is uh, it was a movie that came out in the theaters last year. It came out at Christmas time, so it did get to spend a little time in the theaters before everything got shut down. Um, it's free to rent. Uh, on whatever service you want, it's called Just Mercy, starring my boy Michael B. Jordan, uh, based on a true story about a lawyer, a Harvard lawyer, who makes it his uh, job to help prisoners on death row uh, to see if he can uh, save their lives, basically. Uh, it also stars Jamie Foxx as one of the convicted, and it's directed by Dustin Daniel Cretton, who is going to be directing Shang-Chi. Uh, for Marvel, for MCU, uh, and also has Brie Larson in it for you, Joey. But uh, well, you said the magic words. <laughs> but uh, it's a really good drama, uh, very emotional, and especially considering the times that we are in right now, um, it's definitely poignant too. Uh, definitely hits the mark. So uh, yeah, check that out. Just Mercy. You can rent it for free. Uh, they are allowing everyone to get it for free on whatever paying streaming service you use. Uh, the second movie. Uh, and going back to what Joey mentioned before, uh, as far as Pluto TV, it's an app that you can download to watch old movies and TV shows. But they also have Attack the Block, starring my boy John Boyega as Moses. Uh, nice. It's such a good movie about uh, this little section of London uh, that has all these people that live in it. And these an alien comes to Earth. Almost like not like a cute little E.T. alien, like a, a strange little alien. And then the other aliens come after it to find it. And it is a badass London-based, almost sci-fi superhero movie with John Boyega. And it's so good. It's so good. So And it's on Pluto TV. So attack the block. Check that out if you haven't seen it. And that was in my uh, top 10 movies of the 2010s or top five movies of the 2010s whenever we did that countdown a couple months ago. So. Nice. Because I love that movie. And uh, it wouldn't be the worst movie I watched for Brie Larson, let me tell you. Don't watch uh, Unicorn Store if you can avoid it. Oh, I wanted to see that. Sound off. Someone else is in it. This looks pretty good. Turn the sound off or something. I don't know. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So uh, I would suggest that you go to sowizardpodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. So wizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, just about anywhere under the sun that you get your podcast. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search So Wizard Podcast. Tons of free, exclusive content there. 
check out our Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash so is your podcast. You can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes of the podcast. Uh, this month coming up, we will be reviewing The Five Bloods. Uh, Spike Lee's new movie coming to Netflix exclusively on Patreon. And I will suggest that you get your butt and get to Disney Plus and check out a couple things that are on there. Obviously, you've heard me talking about it between this uh, this show and on our Patreon, my Just Joey episodes, The Clone Wars. Uh, you got to power through season one, but I promise you it gets better. Uh, that's on there. There's a show I just started watching there called, called Prop Culture where this guy uh, finds old Disney props in their warehouse and sometimes he has to restore them and they go through a lot of the history of the movies that they came from. I was just watching an episode on Tron the other day, which was uh, very interesting. Uh, it's pretty dry. <laughs> so uh, don't go in there expecting a lot of jokes and fun, but if you're really into like movie history and props, it's it's pretty awesome. Mar- Aubrey, you would hate it. Marcellus, I think you would love it. <laughs> I do. You, you, you had me at Tron. I am there. I'm ready. <laughs> And, of course, I think you should also make sure you have your Disney Plus subscription so you can watch the new movie, direct to streaming, coming out on the 12th, Artemis Fowl. Because that, my friends, is what we will be reviewing next week on the podcast. That's going to do it for this week, episode 305 of the So Is Your Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm still here. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. I unfortunately am gone. I am not here anymore. But uh, everybody have a good week. Wakanda forever. See you guys next week. Good journey. <laughs>